Blog Talk Radio. Playing Sports City Chefs from Amazon Music. Listen, uh, 
PHI Apparel Company is a great company. Um, it isn't New York, but, you know, nobody's perfect. No, I'm kidding. No, they're great guys. I love them. Um, we, we, I love our sponsors. We got more on the way. <laughs> we got more on the way, though, I promise you. Uh, we got great sponsors that link up with the chefs. Uh, I got also got who let himself in. I can't believe this, TP. Let himself in the house. Didn't knock on the door, just let himself in, didn't wipe his feet on the carpet, just came in, sat in my spot, and then and, and trying to take over. But from the 703 and every zip code, area code, and, you know, DMI or D, uh, DMA, every, anything you could think of in the, in the area, that's where he is, Mr. Sirius, Aaron Simmons. What's going on? You know what? I also took the last piece of chicken. Uh, and, and scrape the bottom <laughs> of the barrel for the last macaroni and cheese, and I'm eating it in your face right now. What's going on, fellas? How's it doing this evening? It's such a pleasure to be here with you guys on another edition of the Call of Cookout. Uh, once again, shout out to the sponsors, PHI Apparel, for doing great things and partnering with us. Um, TP said it off, man. We've got a lot of stuff to talk about, both collegiate um, and NFL. Um, and, and like, like I said, I, I, I'm looking forward to these discussions because, um, if I know anything about how sports CD gets down, um, at least three of us sitting here are very, very, very opinionated about where we stand on a lot of these issues. So it's, it's going to get hot and heavy, man. I'm looking forward to it, man. But it's such a pleasure to be here with you guys on tonight. Absolutely. Sports City, I apologize. Um, I apologize. That they, listen, Sports City, I apologize. Like, my mother told me to not be around or, or help out people that's malnourished. So they fighting for the last piece of chicken and they scraping pots for macaroni and cheese. So I'm sorry that I, I had to eat first, you know, but it's okay. You know, I'm, I'm going to try to make sure that they can eat first with me too. Like I'm going to try to make sure because if they scraping pots of macaroni and cheese and fighting over the last piece of chicken and, and I know I'm doing bad out here. So I, I got to make sure I take care of these boys some, somehow, some way. I got to get them some passes to Golden Corral or something so they ain't got to scrape no pans. And no, I don't want that no more. I feel bad, man. Before the show, I was listening to We Are The World. So, I, 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 you know, I understand. You know, I understand. I, I got to do my part. I, I, I will say this. You was good for a pass or two or six. I mean, having been there, done that, my man is good for a couple passes. I mean, I – I did well when I was with the home. So, yeah, yeah, he, he hooked up with a pass. Hooked up with a pass. Just I mean, no, he was no listening tell- to... Yeah, just no, just just no. Tell series don't sleep me at no Italian restaurant. Believe me, I had to feed that boy too. I had to, I had to do him well. You know what I'm saying? So listen, no. I mean, when, you know, so, so see, I, I can't have people out here malnourished. You know what I'm saying? I got to make sure people eat right when they're around me. So we cool. You know what I'm saying? I don't like to hear that no more. I'm I'm doing bad out here if they scraping pans, Joe. Because last time I ate with him, he ate really good. You know what I'm saying? I mean, listen. Tyler's Ty listening to We Are the World. I was listening to Little Hole. Somehow, some way, got to make it out the hood. Some, you know. So, um, love that song. Love that. Love that song. Um, I do too. But you know, you know we. <laughs> Well, you listen, it's all love. And I got another, I got a couple other chefs I'll bring in um, from the 615, Mr. Harvey. Michael, Michael, what's going on, brother? What's up, fellas, man? Always a pleasure. Much appreciation, man, y'all. For letting me be here. Man, y'all just thought that uh, it was going to be a slow week with no football and it was going to be quiet until we got the Super Bowl week. Uh uh. <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. We got a lot to talk about, as you said, uh, TP said, across football and in sports in general. So 
Without further ado, I'm just going to step back. Oh, I was going to say, by the way, not the last piece of chicken, bro. Come on now. But that's all right. You might have got the last piece of chicken, but while you weren't looking, I grabbed the hot sauce and ran. So now. Hey, yo. Exactly. Like, you're going to get the chicken in somebody else's house. You got to get the wings. I get the, the, the big, the big you know, the big breast with the juicy, the skin on it, hanging off, all that. You get the little wing. Hey, little, yeah. Little, little, little thigh. You can't take the big chicken. You can't take the big chicken. That's fighting words. That's fighting words right there. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, <laughs> but listen, I got another call I'll bring in, uh, calling in out of the nine, uh, the 973. I think this is Lou. What's going on? It is. Good evening, guys. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? So we got a full right. house. Okay. Um, let's let's get going. Uh, like I said, call the number nine two nine four seven seven two seven five nine. Um, a lot of things going on. At least we don't have to talk about the Pro Bowl. We got a break from that because we got a lot of news going on right now. So I'll bring up the the one that um, we've been talking about offline first. Um, coming out of the NFL slash college ranks. Um, it, it appears Jim Harbaugh has uh, informed Michigan that he will be returning uh, to the school uh, after he interviewed with the Minnesota Vikings uh, today. Uh, he notified them that he will be back for the 2022 season. Um, Michigan was, um, according to a source, was, quote, unquote, elated that Harbaugh uh, is deciding to come back to the school. Um, you know, I think Michigan um, – was worried that he would leave. Minnesota requested permission to speak to Harbaugh. Harbaugh had been linked to a couple uh, NFL teams, I think, uh, namely the Raiders and the Vikings, but uh, ultimately he is going back to Michigan to uh, build on what uh, was a pretty good season for Michigan. TP Timeless, I'll come to you first. Um, this is just an appetizer. we got a lot of steak and potatoes to go, but I definitely want to get your opinion on Harbaugh deciding to come and come back to Michigan for another season uh, instead of going uh, pursuing uh, another uh, NFL gig with the Minnesota Vikings. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Timeless. This is the crazy part, right? Cause, um, I, I, guess, I guess he must have felt a certain way because um, I was steaming. And I mean, I was steaming yeah. about um, Jim Harbaugh. Um, he better had turned face and went right back there in Arbor. You better not have gone anywhere near Minneapolis. You better not go on anywhere near an NFL team. I don't want to hear it, but it's interesting now. So, Sports City, get your popcorn ready because it's going to get real live and hot around this grill. Um, I think everything that happened in the past week or so with Brian Flores made him turn around. Um, if that interesting situation didn't happen and all his investigation probably wouldn't have been going down, I think he probably would have went to Minnesota regardless. He was going to leave Michigan after winning that one game against Ohio State and that be that after getting an extension this year. You didn't prove much to me this year other than getting to a playoff and getting smashed in a playoff. I don't think what Michigan brings on that field next year competes with what Ohio State has on the field, what they played this year, which they got away from that game and won that. But I don't think they go and contend next year in beating Ohio State with what they return next season. So now it kind of looked like he tried to run away from the riffraff, go to the NFL, and kind of go, you know, with the likes of Kirk Cousins, Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson. That works out. That's a that's an easy core for him to work with offensively because he's an offensive mind. Um, nevertheless, the way that he's up and left Stanford 
And then also, I mean, well, the situation in San Francisco, I think they, they said that they parted ways. But it's interesting enough that he went to Michigan to try to turn this thing around. He only got one win up against Ohio State if that was supposed to be his bar that he was setting. Uh, the way that he had commits coming to Michigan and pulling that bull crap in the midst of the signing day, like that that had me, like I was up in arms. I was like, I don't respect you. And, it, and um, he better have turned around. And I know I'm nobody in front of him, but believe me, I'm a voice to be heard. And um, I, I got points to prove against you. And if you can't come up with an, uh, another interesting season like this season, like, and I don't want to say, I want to be fair with the number. They they play 12 games within a season. I want to say at least nine and three. I don't want to say anything less than nine and three. Like I, I give you that because you're losing people. But um, if if this is worse than that and you're getting slaughtered by teams, what's it all for? Or, or were you trying to dodge a bullet? Like I feel like there's a hidden agenda behind Harbaugh at this point in time. I, hold on, and, and I feel like there's a lot more of a story behind it than what we see at this point in time. There's a lot going on in the NFL, which I know we'll be we'll be rolling into. But at this point in time, with what Harbaugh was up to, I, I clearly was up in arms until he finally made this gesture recently. Uh, earlier today, it was looking like he was all signs said he was going to Minneapolis. Um, I, I I really I'm I still don't I don't like the what Harbaugh's up to. I don't like this at all. I really don't. Um, I don't even know, and it's interesting that I talked to my little brother, well, Sirius was actually talking to himself, saying, I don't know how he walks into that locker room, again, to get kids to believe you. I, in the words of Jay-Z, a.k.a. Jigga, we don't believe you. You need more people. I, I can't. I can't. Um, he has a lot to build. Um, he's going to have to win a Big Ten championship, get right back to the playoffs. Hopefully he can get a national championship. Michigan has not seen a national championship since 1997. Before 1997, the last national championship the Michigan Wolverines had was in 1948. That was before my father was born. So you got some work before to do. It ain't born. just all of us. Everybody here speaking. Yeah, uh, somebody here, seventy-something years old. Like <laughs> you got to prove to me. So yeah. at the end of the day, you got a lot of work to do, Harbaugh. Like I said, <clears> get your popcorn ready. <throat> Believe me, this is just the tip of the iceberg with me and him. Yes. Yeah, I I I couldn't disagree more. I don't is a big deal um it's a business i i don't you know i listen walking into a locker room i mean we got coaches in college doing the the electric slide going from one place to another i i don't understand what the big deal is um you know it, well, it doesn't hurt to take an interview hold on i didn't cut you off hold on hold on hold on hold on let me talk and you can retort hold on i don't i just don't see i don't see the big deal like he, it doesn't uh-huh. hurt to take an interview, and and I don't know, I don't know if in Stanford or in, at San Francisco he he up and left. I think it was more like he wore out his welcome, like he's he's difficult to work with. He's kind of gruffy and he's kind of a jerk, and like you know it's good for a while when they're winning, but after a while he kind of gets he wear it, it wears on them and he. He wears out his welcome where he is. So I don't know if it's him bailing on Stanford more than like, all right, we had enough, dude. Next, next caller, kind of thing. You know what I mean? But TP, I, I listen. Go ahead. Tell me, tell me different. I just, I just don't see the big deal. You're saying it's not a big deal. These are kids making no. lifetime decisions. 
They are going to college after high school. They are 17 and 18 years old mm-hmm. trying to be grown men under you. You leave them after signing an extension for one year and jump ship after that extension is supposed to be another three- or five-year deal, I think it is. So if this isn't a big deal and you're doing this on signing day, these kids are going to basically pull back their commit yeah. and go somewhere else. I, I, you said that's not a big deal. That's a lifetime decision. These are a lot of kids. You said he wore out his welcome. When he left Stanford, Andrew Luck was on top of the league. He was the decision that the Colts made that said, we're going to either pay Peyton Manning $28 million or get rid of him and pick Luck first. They said, Peyton, you go to Denver. Luck, you come here. He came to the NFL and went to San Francisco that already had a ready-made ship going. So I don't know what you're talking about. He wore out his welcome. Stanford was actually playing well at that point in time. He didn't wear out his welcome. He left Stanford and went to San Francisco. I, I, you could disagree, but this is fact. Truth, whatever you want. Put your hand on the Bible. Look, at the end of the day, he was in Michigan. He had one successful season up against Ohio State. One, it was going to split camp because he knew C.J. Stroud and all those receivers were coming right back, and they were going to murder Michigan. They were going to murder Michigan. Michigan was losing Hutchinson and all those boys up front. That's what helped them bring in that pressure to go get him. He, he was going to be probably, what, one and nine against them. He's, he was five, oh and five against hmm. them. That's the game that that rivalry, or I can't even, that game, I can't even call that a rivalry no more. And he was a part of that smashing ever since. He was losing too. Like, there's a lot more than what you see as him getting an interview. Yes, he's entitled to go get another job, but not after you just went there and signed an extension where everybody was saying before that extension that you should have been gone out of Ann Arbor because you were not successful as a head coach there. I mean, Stanford, maybe San Francisco. He definitely wore out his welcome. Like I know, I from what I've heard, he definitely wore out his welcome in San Francisco, and it was time for him to leave. Um, the transfer pool, the transfer portal allows these kids to do whatever they want. It's life decision for maybe a year. Not even now. Not even a year now that they can leave whenever they want, and they're good. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Um, serious. Two things. Though. Is that Mike? Mike, go ahead. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. Mike. No, that transfer portal, though, we'll see because those rules may be ever evolving. They just now, I, as far as I knew, this one transfer may be temporary. He, when he left Stanford, there were some people in the athletic offices that said that they were happy to see him go because he wore out his welcome. But he was not asked to leave because of the performance on the field, and they were bummed when he left. Same with San Francisco. He does have short stays, it appears, at, at, at these places. And I 100% agree with what what TP said right there. And listen, you needed the weather to help you to get Ohio State this time. And I don't. They know that they're not that that it's not that Harbaugh did try to strike while the iron was hot because this may be uh, based on this result making the playoffs and whatever else. This may the this may be the best season he ever has in Michigan. Uh, I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but you got to prove it to me because I don't believe I am. And then, so you you look at these options and you go uh, talk to people. I think that he can salvage it in the locker room in that you talk to guys and you you level with them about you always got to at least uh, listen when other things come out there just to see what, what kind of opportunities that there are. But even if he can salvage it, I think this sends the wrong message and hurts in recruiting and everything else because it's TP said. That's these kids' lives. These kids are making life decisions. You just sit in their living room and talk to their parents and everything else, uh, you know, committed to being there. 
And so I'm gonna close it out the same uh, with one other thing. Usually when there's smoke, there's fire. He might not have left this year, but I'm gonna tell you, there was talk of whether or not Nick Saban was gonna leave LSU for two or three years before he finally left and went to the Dolphins. If he's considering it now, you can bet you can rest assured he's gonna consider it again, unless he falls off, doesn't have no seasons anymore, and is much less desirable of a hire in the NFL. That's why he looked at it. Considered it, and I 100% believe that everything that's gone on over these last few days caused him to pump brakes and go, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know if I want to do that. So I, I believe time is exactly right on that part. Okay. Yeah, so, I, I could see. I could um, definitely see that. Uh, hold on one second, here. I just want to add in to what you guys are saying. With the recruits, is fair. That's a fair comment. But he did tell these recruits that there is a possibility that he would go back to the NFL. He did, he was transparent in that in that part. So um, it was like almost like a buyer beware kind of thing. Serious, go ahead. I want to I want to get your opinion. So I mean, I, I actually echo and agree with what TP said. Um, but here here's the one part that I, I'm going to disagree on. Um, I do feel as though. Uh, what's going on this week um, and what's being come to light with, with Brian Flores and Hugh Jackson and, 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 and the litany of others um, is it, it, giving coaches uh, cause to pause. But let's not, let's, not, let's not get crazy. You know what I'm saying? This is going on with minority coaches. And whether you like him, love him, hate him, whatever, uh, her ball is, is not a minority. So I am not too sure if the same type of issue will become into play for Jim Harbaugh. Um, you know, it, it, it's unfortunate. You know, I, I'm of the belief that, you know, yeah, when, when you're sitting in the living room recruiting with these, with these, with these players and, and these parents or whatever the case may be, you want them to buy in. You want them to say, yo, I'm here for the long call, this, that, and the third. And even though you entertain an offer, Okay, he went on a second interview with them. You know what I'm saying? And he had the the the, the, the school, you know, kind of up in arms, not knowing what the hell they were gonna do, not knowing if they're gonna have to promote from within to take the head coaching job and and whatever the case may be. So for 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 me as Joe fan, okay, as as, as somebody who has gone through the hiring process and negotiating process, it's very, very difficult, like TP alluded to, and again, I've been stating this on numerous times as we talk about it offline, it's very difficult to walk back in that locker room, slap on your khakis, put on your hat, and, and, and talk about commitment and, and, and talk about buying in and, you know, the, the, the put, put, put your face to the grind and, and, and work because we have something to build here. If we have something to build here, then why were you so gung-ho to leave us? You know what I'm saying? Again, it's it, it, it dog eat dog. It's you know, it, it, it's you know, you got to work to figure out where your next bucket's coming from, and you're chasing that almighty dollar and that next opportunity. But at some point, your message gets lost on ears because you're not practicing what you're preaching. You know what I'm saying? How 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 how, how am I gonna tell my kids? You know what I'm saying? Yo, Malik, you know what? Don't go out there. And, and rob and kill people, and then I'm sitting in the uh, I'm, I'm sitting upstate somewhere with a murder charge. It, 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 it loses its value because I'm not backing up when I'm preaching. You know what I'm saying? So 
I, I don't know how Harbaugh's going to do it. It wouldn't shock me, gentlemen, if Michigan has a horrible year this year um, and, you know, they fall back to being, you know, the laughing stock of the Big Ten because, again, Ohio State's going to be better. Penn State's going to be better. Iowa's going to be in the picture. Wisconsin's always in the picture. Michigan State's there. Um, in my opinion, and we can talk about this on another show, you know, arguably the best conference in football, in my opinion. But, again, I am a little biased because I'm a Penn State fan. But I'm not too sure how Michigan's going to fare this year because, again, the message is lost. Okay. Um, I mean, that's a fair point. I don't know about the, the, the Big Ten. I'm uh, yeah, Penn State guy, but no, I'm kidding. But, you know, listen, we'll, we'll see how it, how it affects everything. Listen, um, he does have some, some explaining to do. To, to your guys' point, yeah, you've you got some it. explaining to do. Yeah, you, um, you made that up. That who, who see? Yeah, who, who made that up? <laughs> so we'll see. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, there, there, there's, there's other Sorry, conferences out there, you know, not my conference. It, it, Florida State, oh, my God, please get it together. I've been waiting for years. Hire Deion Sanders, please. Lou, give me, a, give me your opinion on Harbor, and then we're going to move on to another uh, another topic. Yeah. Is it is it Harbaugh or or all? Yep. Harbaugh, Harbaugh. Yeah. yeah, I'm not a big Harbaugh Harbaugh fan guy at all, really. But you know, the thing is, um, you know, really, but I forgot. Actually, you know, I gotta go. I'll come back uh, a little bit later on, so I'll I'll get back to you. Okay. Um, anybody else got anything to add before we move on? Uh, we get another dish going out here. TP, if you want to chime back in, brother, go ahead. Excuse me. Um, I, like I said, um, more or less the situation that you addressed saying that you couldn't disagree more. I'm looking at it like not only are they going to a school that they're trying to turn around everything that's happened in Michigan over, let's just say, the past 25 years, which is a quarter century, you got a coach that's ready to leave you because he wants to see money. That's that's all I'm looking at. That's all I'm looking at. It's, it's a bigger situation of money. And money of all things, I was told, is the root of all evil. I do not want to get biblical up here because I've been taught by some of the best. But it's like, okay, so, Harbaugh, what are you teaching these kids? Are they going to go through the portal? Are they going to have to lose more money out of their pockets? Can their family afford to do this type of stuff? Like, you got to think about all of the dominoes that fall behind you. It's bigger than me and you, you know, like, like, or not just saying me, you and those kids, you know what I'm saying? One day your time going to come through, and all them people from Minnesota that you was going to go to, they would jump ship, and what you look like? You going to leave just like Urban Meyer do all the time? How do you look? That's the funny stuff that's in the world today, man. Y'all got the same narrative, same agendas. When it's fit and it look good, y'all hurry up and jump ship, jump to the next shiny best thing, and if it don't look good, y'all leave. And that's how Urban Meyer looked in the NFL. They got rid of him. Now, picture if Jim Harbaugh got in the league, started coaching Minnesota, and Minnesota started to fall apart, and they got rid of him. What would he do then? I don't think no team in college would want to touch him. So that's the funny part about Harbaugh. We'll see how it looks on the, on the end or the flip side of this situation. But, again, I, I have my own situation. I was going to bury him if he would have started making moves to go to Minneapolis. But at this point in time, he went back to Ann Arbor. You're going to have to prove to me that you can get to the Big Ten Championship and win it, and not only win that, get to the playoffs and make something happen. Not getting stormed out by uh, Georgia and looking like y'all didn't even belong to be on the field and your All-American defensive end didn't even look like he was an All-American at all. So 
you got some things to prove other than just getting these kids to believe in you, which I don't think you have that locker room locked up, just like Sirius was talking about a little earlier. I don't, I don't think they believe in you. I think they're going to come back there and try to do their own thing. And, and who knows, even if you do come back there, what if they try to transfer after you did that to them? Karma. I mean, yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, he didn't leave ultimately. Um, all these college coaches are full of BS at the end of at the end of the day. In my opinion, they just hop and leave um, whenever they want. Um, you know, Chip Kelly, or you know, he would jump ship. Now Brian Kelly moving from Notre Dame, which is a great job, to LSU um, before their bowl game. I mean, <laughs> I, I I don't you know. I mean, I feel that's worse than actually flirting with, with another girl, actually leaving your girl before the prom and going with another girl. Um, I mean, that's, that's just my, my thing. Um, but, you know, we'll see how, how it plays out. Call in number, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, call in number 929-477-2759. Here with the chefs on the callers cookout, um, you know, talking some sports. I'm going to get to the main dish. Don't worry, fellas. I just want to get this little, um, this little side dish out first. Um, today was uh, the unveiling of the Washington football team new uh, logo, the new um, you know team name and, and colors, what have you. Um, as we all suspected, thanks to Sirius with uh, his, uh, I guess you can call it uh, Inspector Deck or Inspector Gadget kind of you know snooping around. Uh, we now have uh, the Washington Commodores are the newest. Uh, team name for the for the history of the for, team formerly known as the for the, the commanders right uh, sorry commerce I, I was thinking of, I was thinking of uh, uh, one of the great uh, groups of all time uh, shout out to Lionel Richie the commanders um, now it, the team formerly known as the Redskins the commanders now um, timeless I'll come to you what did you because we talked about it a little bit yesterday uh, when we speculated what the name would be. So I definitely want to get your opinion on Washington going from the Redskins to, from the Redskins to the football team and now the commanders. Um, They, they needed somebody to like come in there with like, like some type of sense of like swagger or like meaning for something to be graspable, if that's a word. Um, commanders, like I don't even know how that's like workable, like in like, Today's news, the Washington Commanders, like, like that don't even sound like it rolls, like, in any conversation at all. So, like, I get it. I, I feel like Snyder's doing a lot of this stuff to uh, get away from that guy to try to lock him into having to pay him money because there was a guy that bought all of the logos or mascots, if you will, and, and Snyder was going to have to come up with the money to pay for it or whatever. So I think he was doing everything necessary to try and stay away from that guy. And also I feel like this is something to get under people's skin because I, I don't know how long people rock with other than people that are diehards from that area or, like, people are a part of the organization. But, like, I, I don't think this is something that's, you know, sellable to me. I, I don't like it, but uh, at least they got something other than football team. That was just a desperate situation. But now that they have that base covered, they got a lot more issues within that organization, outside of that organization, within the stadium. There's so many different things that they need to key on and figure out um, but this is just first base. Hopefully they can figure out the other things, like let alone the situation that happened at FedEx with uh, against the Eagles when fans fell on Jalen Hurts and Jalen Hurts had to write a letter 
to apologize like to the fans and talk to the organization. There's so much going on there. It I don't even want to laugh at it because my father, rest his soul, was a diehard for that organization. So I watch everything that they do just because. And um, it, it just bothers them to see what they're up to. They they don't have an impact on trying to win. I feel like they try to stay relevant, but I don't feel like they have their aspirations like they had in the early 90s or the 80s and the posse days or things like that. Or And even Mark Rippon, heck, man, Mark Rippon wasn't even a great quarterback, but he at least got him there and won one. Uh, I don't feel like that intention is there at all. So we'll see how they build within this draft and go from there. But this is a spark. Uh, we'll see how they start. Just hope they don't turn out to be garbage. I, You know, I kind of said it yesterday, TP. I don't know if you kind of agree. I, I think the Commanders is not a bad name. It's a safe name. Like, I don't feel like you can get any backlash from anybody with Commanders, right? It's It's kind of bleh. The, I think Sirius said it. It's cool. The logos are cool. The jerseys are fly, but it's just safe. It's like a safe word, like pineapples. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, that's how I feel about it. Um, Sirius, I, I'll come to you, man. Talk to me, the, the commanders. Yeah. You know, it, it's weird. You know, all of y'all know where, where I rest my head. I'm right here on the ground floor with it. Um, and... I did a lot of uh, listening and, and watching, and I was watching mm-hmm. the TV when it was, un, you know, veiled today um, on, on the news network. And honestly, they botched this from the moment go. Um, one of the massive <laughs> things that the fans here uh, wanted was, was the logo. You don't have a logo. You have a crest bang. They talked about, you know, kind of keeping the name safeguarded and secret and and whatever the case may be. And within 48 hours, I had the logo, I had the name, I had it all (laughs) based off of some stupidness that Jason Wright, you know, pulled by not, you know, being aware of what's going on. So, I mean, we we all had it. So the, the fans here in the DMV are frustrated because, Again, they botched it. You know, they wanted uh, a cool name, a cool logo, a cool mascot, and they have nothing. Now, I got into a, a conversation with, you know, some friends of mine on my social media uh, today about how they felt about it. Um, and, you know, well, this now spurs other name changes. And I, 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 I think the conversation needs to be had. Um but at the end of the day, uh, changes officially came to the DMV. Um, I, I expect and hope that starting tomorrow, the, the, the probe into workplace environments and things of that nature um, kind of close the chapter on that particular situation. That way, when it comes to training camp and OTAs, they can focus um, on football and, and trying to, you know, put a product out there that, you know, these fans um, in the city has, has has wanted for a significant period of time. I mentioned, you know, T.P.'s pops, you know what I'm saying? I mean, he, he, he he's a diehard, you know what I'm saying? So I'm sure he's up in heaven right now like, yo, maybe now they get together down there. But it, 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 it's crazy, man, to, to think that um, this just started in 2020 and it's now go ahead and there was nothing, you know, no, no fanfare, um, nothing. The way it, it was announced, uh, you know, 
you know, do just said it, you know, where the commander's now, woo-woo. Like, it, it, it just felt flat. <laughs> um, and, again, and how you botched that. Like, it, and, and that, that, that's so Washington. That, that, that's so Washington. I don't know how you botched that. You can't get your stadium right. Um, so I can't expect you to, you know, keep a name put together and, and concealed until you unveil it. But I digress. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I, I'm really not surprised. Um, I mean, you, you mentioned it, and I was going to say it too. Like, you know, the next day now they have the allegations and that they have to kind of fight through with the workplace environment and all that stuff, um, you know. So, it, it, you know, it's like you're on a high, and then you got to come right back down to reality and what's going on in, in, in the Washington, D.C. area. Uh, Michael, uh, let me get your opinion on the commanders. It's official like a referee with a whistle. Uh, what do you think? Sam Cook said years ago, change don't come. So hopefully this is uh, the first step for change and it'll be positive change. It does feel safe, but it feels like something's missing. If I were going to write a critique piece, I would write it with the headline, football team goes commando. Um, with the <laughs> idea that, you know, hey, if you go commando, you're making something to the essential that you probably need. And, and that felt like the whole way that this got um, rolled out, you know, sprung a leak, things missed the way they should have. I mean, it, it, it was – I don't like the way that it was necessarily done. That being said, at the end of the day, uh, you know, if they're going to be relevant again, they're eventually going to have to find them a quarterback and, and continue to build up that franchise. And then eventually, I mean, the results on the field uh, – People will get used to whatever name that, that you call yourself. I mean, we got pelicans. We got uh, all different kinds of mascots. That I mean, hey, it, it is what it is. Uh, the product on the field is is much more important. But I will say this: it's going to take an entire generation um, for that to become a name or something that people follow, and for the term Redskins or football team not to be on people's tongues. Um, it, it, it's going to take a while. I mean, you know, the the Washington Nationals at least won a World Series, but they were the Expos so for the longest. And eventually you had to get used to a new, new name. And people will get used to it and call it. But it just it seems anticlimactic. It seems like something's missing. Um, to me, like when Tennessee rolled out the Titans, there was kind of some fanfare around it. It was sort of a big deal. I was in Nashville when that team moved up there. And, you guys know they played as the Tennessee Oilers for a couple of years. But it just seems like they did it more, like, right, and people were more excited. Like I said, this just feels anticlimactic and very blah, much like the product they were able to put on the field during this year. Yeah, I mean, you know, I kind of agree. So, it, it, like, I, like I said, I think Commanders isn't a bad name. I think, Sirius, you, you make a good point. There is no, there's no logo. It's just a crest kind of thing. Um, almost like Baltimore, but at least Baltimore has the Raven. Um, you know, it's just, it's, like I said, I feel it's just safe. You know what I mean? Like, you know, coming from what over 40 years of where people did not want the Redskins, uh, it was offensive to some. And, and it kind of, you know, Daniel Snyder was, you know, defiant and not changing the name and almost to, to the point where being a jerk about it. Um, when public opinion kind of swayed in the other direction, he was forced to kind of get rid of it finally. And I think they went with a name that was just safe. Like it, 
doesn't offend anybody. I don't know how it could. It could, you know, everybody's offended by something. You know what I mean? But like at least majority of the country won't be offended by uh, commanders. You know what I'm saying? Uh, TP, I don't know if you, you know. I know it's your dad's team, so I, I definitely want to get your opinion on like. If, do you kind of agree? Like, do you think it was just a safe pick? I don't, I can't. I kind of like Red Tails. I thought that would have been a nice homage to um, you know the the, the fighters uh, during the World War. Um, but, you know, listen, while majority of people like um, supporting that type of rhetoric with, with the African-American pilots, there's people that, you know, might not agree with them, but they might not like it. So it, there's always going to be that group, right? So I felt like Commanders was safe. Do you kind of see that too, TP? Um, I don't know. Well, well, I don't think that was a safe move. I think they tried to get something to fill the shoes I think it's a joke to me. That's mm-hmm. a joke of a word, mm-hmm. commanders, to be a mask. That's your mascot. What's going to come out there? What, 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 what's mm-hmm. your mascot? Who, who's going to be? G.I. Joe? Like, what? what? Rambo? <laughs> um, Arnold Schwarzenegger? Like, who, 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 what, what do you want? Guile, Guile from Street Fighter? What, what, what's the commander? Like, it, I, I, it would I don't know what you're going to do right commander. now. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I didn't cut you off. I'll let you talk. I'll let you spill. Hold on, hold on. I'll let you spill. I'll let you talk. You did it to me, so I'm going to do it to you. You ask me questions, so I'm going to talk. I got to tell you how I feel. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think this is a laughing stock. This is a joke on what they're trying to do. They had other names that they could have gone with. They tried to do the quick fix. They they did this, and this is just to shut people up. It's a billionaire at the end of the day named Daniel Snyder that does not care about this organization, nor the people that have been talking junk about what he's doing in the past, however long that he's owned the team. I want to say as far back as, what, 96, 97 maybe, might be a little earlier. But, like, he's not really done anything that, like, changed matters there. So um, with, with this being in the, the light, you know, of him having to make a, a change, he, he could care less what people think. As long as you come into FedEx in that broken-down stadium and spend money on uh, jerseys, popcorn, hot dogs, things of that nature, he's fine at the end of the day. But this is a laugher on any other way. He could have went with, like, the hedgehog. It doesn't matter. The commanders, you, you don't have any – like mascot that could come in here and make it fun for kids or, you know, take pictures. What are they going to do? You're going to get a guy that looked like an army guy and, and want to hurry up and get out of there. He's going to want to leave. Like that, I, I don't, I don't get what this is. Or is it going to be some business guy? Like what, what are you doing? I, I, this is a laughing stock situation on what the commanders are up to. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree. I mean, listen, it tell you it's, it's Cobra commander. That's what you're gonna see, Cobra Commander, not GI Joe, Cobra Commander. Um, mark it down. You'll see somebody with the, you know, with the the, the maroon, I guess, and the the, the yellow and in, in, in the Cobra. It'll be hysterical. Um, call <laughs> call in number nine two nine four seven seven two seven five nine. Uh, gotta pay some bills. Let me let me let's let's pay some bills and then we'll get right back to the sports city chefs. This portion of our program is brought to you by PHI Apparel Company. PHI Apparel Company provides unique designs and high-quality clothing for the great fans of the Philadelphia area. With their original designs for all, there's no doubt that they'll stand out in the crowd. Act now and listeners can use the promo code CHEFS for 15% off any apparel when you shop online at phiapparel.co. That's phiapparel.co. Remember to use the promo code CHEFS for 15% off. Act now while supplies last. 
Yes, thank you to the good folks at PHI Apparel. Uh, great stuff out there. Make sure you use that promo code. So we're halfway through the show. Um, we got we got to get to the meat and potatoes, the main dish of the night. Um, get your popcorn ready, all that good stuff. So um, yesterday um, it was announced that uh, Brian Flores, who was a head coaching candidate, former coach of the Miami Dolphins, uh, has – you know, levied some pretty damaging charges against the NFL, the Denver Broncos, New York football giants, and the Miami Dolphins in a 58-page lawsuit, civil lawsuit against the team, um, basically citing um, systemic racism in uh, in their hiring practices and among other allegations. Um, There there was text messages between him and his former uh, coach, Bill Belichick, where uh, he thought that he was texting the wrong Brian. Uh, you got to watch who you text. Um, and then those text messages were used as pro- part of the, um, the the charges that he levied against them, um, saying that, you know, he the, it was a sham of an interview that they already had a candidate in uh, the newly hired Brian Dable. Um, and then other allegations um, were that the Denver Broncos uh, were unprofessional in coming to the, to him for the interview that John Elway was allegedly uh, hung over, and then that um, not only that that the Denver Broncos were unprofessional, the Giants already had their candidate when they hired that the Miami Dolphins were trying to incentivize him to tank games. Um, so that they can have a better draft position. A lot of news have come out. A lot of people have supported it. Hugh Jackson uh, has come out and said that he was also asked to take games uh, for the Cleveland Browns. Um, you know, a lot to unpack here. Um, if if all this uh, is not going away anytime soon, uh, could it – he definitely acknowledges the fact that it could damage uh, his chances to be a head coach again, but he felt the need to, to do this so that uh, change can be had at a bigger level. So Mr. Timeless, uh, I definitely want to come to you first. The floor is yours. I would love to get your opinion on everything that's happened so far, all the news that we've heard so far in the Brian Flores versus the NFL case. Um, I really want to say a lot, but I can't say as much as I want because I am going to take you back to a movie that came out in the 80s that was a classic, at least by my standards, and I grew up off of the movie oh so much in my life. It's about a three-hour film. I know a lot of people don't think it's that long, but it's long, and it's a very good movie. Every last bit of it, the name of the movie was called The Color Purple. And um, in this movie, there is a singer named Suge Avery, and um, she has, you know, problems with alcohol abuse, things of that nature. And um, there's a guy named Mr. in the movie, and um, he's doing everything that he can to appease her, but he's married to Miss Sealy, but I'm getting beside myself. But nevertheless, at one point in time, she wants breakfast. Mr. sits up here and tries to make breakfast, <laughs> and he's burning the house down because <laughs> it's some burnt country ham, the pancakes were horrible. The eggs look horrible. He gives her the tray, and he's getting chased out of there while she's throwing a knife to plate the food right back at him. And now we are Miss Sealy at this point in time. So we make a beautiful breakfast, 
Everything's looking gorgeous. The biscuits, the bacon, everything's looking great. The dogs are outside howling, and she slides the tray in the door, and all we have to do is put our hands on our cheeks and look at that door and see what happens next. All she did was slide the tray out, say thank you for everything. So this is what we get to see right now. Right now we don't know what's going to happen behind that door. We don't know. We just know there's a lot of stuff happening back there, but things are getting eaten alive. That's what I know is going to happen. I can't wait to see more of this fallout. Um, I know that we've all grown up or around a neighborhood or the hood somewhere, and I put a topic out there earlier today, said, is Bill Belichick a snitch or is he a superhero? So if he is snitching, that's what the hood used to get mad at everybody else if they were telling. But if he's a superhero and actually helping people in situations where they are being oppressed, this is crazy. So this is something to look forward to on how this all, you know, unfolds. And somebody else had to make me think about what the Giants were up to. The Giants just got rid of Joe Judge. Where did Joe Judge just come from? New England, right? Where did Brian Flores just come from? New England. So you just got rid of one of Belichick's guys, turned one of his guys down for a guy in Buffalo where they feel like Flores could have been a guy, but you didn't want that guy there. So this is interesting on what Belichick, like, unveiled at this point in time. So now as they do their research and backtrack all of this, I wonder how many layers they get to pull back on what the NFL is up to across the board and the Giants could just be base one. There could be so many different organizations, and now you got other coaches like Hugh Jackson and others. And the interesting one that they said that can get involved, because there's a very knowledgeable guy that I've been talking to for the past two, three months now. He said if Mike Tomlin jumps into this, and he can, and he will probably have some things to say, even though the Pittsburgh Steelers organization has never did him wrong or said anything, but he could use his other scenarios around the league before he got to Pittsburgh and talk about those scenarios that got him there. And Pittsburgh is the only team that has the only African-American coach in the league at this point in time. That Class A lawsuit could get dangerous, and I cannot wait to see what's thrown out of that room right now. Um, the Mara family, y'all going on for far too long with this bullcrap that y'all been doing, especially with Gettleman and them. And, and I pick on Barry and everybody I know on this area just because of competitive nature. But y'all been watching that team be under 500 with piece after piece that could have helped you, and you got rid of piece after piece and put so much pressure on Saquon and acting like he's a problem. When you try to do everything you can to carry them, it's laughable. But we'll just see all these organizations that have to make their just do, just like the Giants have to swim at this point in time. But this this is no fair. And why is it always that African-American coaches, or just in general, have to be perfect? Like, they are the selling point for them to lose, get mm-hmm. draft picks, Watch the rebuild happen, and then a, a coach of a different ethnicity comes in there, and then they are the guy riding in on the, the, the white horse at the end of the day. Like, no, that that can't continue to be the selling point. Like, that that's bull crap. And let alone if, it's, if there's any truth to actually paying Florida $100,000 a game to lose, boy, he will end up mm-hmm. having to sell that team like Sterling out there in L.A. Bye. See you later. See you later. So I can't wait. We we all here in Sports City, we're chefs, so we cook well. We just put some beautiful <laughs> pancakes, country <laughs> ham, bakes, all of that. We're in there. We got our hands on our cheeks like Whoopi Goldberg, a.k.a. Miss Silly Like I can't wait to see what happened next. At least that's the way I'm feeling. Sure, Gabriel. You know, that's what uh, my, my mother-in-law calls my daughter, right? 
Uh, she calls her Sugar Avery. Wow, you're, you're Avery. Oh goodness, yes. It's, it's hysterical. It's hysterical. Um, and we're like, don't do that to my baby. But no, a comment and a question right back to you, TP. Comment. I I don't think Belichick. What did you say that he was uh, a snitch or a superhero? I don't think he's either, because I don't. He didn't mean to text um, Flores, right? It was a mistake. And if anything, Wait, do you think like that, his do you, name. Do you think so? No, I, I, I think I don't think he meant. I really think he meant to text Dable, and he, 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 he effed up, and then he had to backtrack it. But what makes it worse is the fact that he said, "I checked into it." Right? It looks like it's Dable. So now he's in it, and he put. It's like, oops, my bad, sorry. Um, like didn't mean to. You know what I mean? Like he, he's his name's all in it, and I don't think he meant to to out anybody i don't think he meant to shed a light i think he made a mistake and now his name is dragged into it i don't think he's a hero or a snitch in any way i just think he he messed up that's that's my point one thing right but to utp of all the the elements of the allegations right between the giants with their potentially um hiring practices the denver broncos with you know their unprofessionalism the Dolphins with, you know, with the asking of the tanking everything. And then out of those, which one do you think carries the most weight? Like, which one is, like, the most damaging out of all three of those? The Dolphins, without a doubt. Um, mm-hmm. But the Giants situation is, is interesting because of the way that Parcells and Belichick relationship was when they were together and they kind of split. Mm-hmm. You can even tell in their interview how they both are alphas. They they both were in bending, but they respect one another. And, one another. and uh, you know, Joe Judges got released after they basically were going to keep him. And then once Gettleman stepped down, they was like, get rid of him now. And um, it's kind of like, those are my guys. And there's no way that they get that confused between Dable and Flores. I, can, I understand that both of their names are Brian. There's no F in Dable. There's no D in Flores. Like, Belichick knew what he was up to. Um, He's been under scrutiny ever since the word Spygate became measurable. Um, 2000 and what, seven? And they've been watching him since. He's faced a $250,000 fine. He's lost draft picks. He's been suspended for games by the NFL. Stick it to him. All of this is happening to the NFL in the same season while John Gruden has a lawsuit going on. Stick it to them. Make them have to recover everything that they've done wrong. They've done a lot wrong, too, and they get away with it. Now, in a situation where it is Black History Month, he's helping somebody that he knows, he knows, at the end of the day, try to get ahead, and this is a vantage point at the end of the day. So I'm looking at it like this. At the end of the day, whether he he can quote unquote act like he meant to send to the table and, and with the Flores and knowing that he he has to have a good relationship with Flores, he has to. There's there's, there's no way that he doesn't. Um, they'd be like, oh well, I, I did that by mistake, and I'm gonna just um uh, kind of fall back in the bushes like Homer Simpson and come out like, no, get out of here. I, I'm not buying that. <laughs> I want that. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's, that's hysterical. Um, no, I, I just, I really f- feel like I've done it. I've, I've sent messages to the wrong people, and I, ooh, ooh, thank God my wife loves me. Um, <laughs> but no, I'm serious. Like it happens. But um, 
the 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 trail of the messages makes me really kind of question um, if he if it was a mistake. I really feel it was a mistake just because he came back and said I checked and you know it seems like it's true. Um, but whatever, we'll see. We'll see. It it uh, it's early. We got a lot of time to unpack and get more information. We'll see where this goes. Um, Sirius, I'd love to get your opinion on it. We talked about it last night. We had another day to kind of get more information in the great interview that happened today with Brian Flores. We got it from his words. I'd love to get your takeaways from that and then just the whole situation in general. You know, man, it, it, it's something that as the story unfolds, I'm becoming increasingly, increasingly annoyed with because for me, um, I want fairness. I want I, I, I want everybody to, to to be fair. I want things to kind of be on the up and up and, and things of that nature. And when I hear of a, a rule that again has been used as a, a damaging uh, situation as opposed to an uplifting. It bothers me, and so I, 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 I stand by the fact that I wanted to hear Brian Ford himself. I wanted to hear what he had to say. I wanted to hear from his mouth, and, and listening to that interview that took place this morning kind of did it for me. You know, he, he, he mm-hmm. said that um, the Denver Broncos, you know, essentially checked the box, you know, that that Elway yeah. and, and, and five other officials in, in, within the organization showed up to the interview, um, you know, hungover and disheveled and uh, wasn't professional. Um, he said that, you know, he received a text message, like you were alluding to, from, from, from you know, from, from, from uh, Belichick congratulating him on an interview or getting a job that he hadn't interviewed for yet. Um, that was supposed to take place uh, days from, you know, that, that moment. Um, and so, again, I, I, I've said this on, 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 with, with the negative people I talked to. At some point, we as African Americans have to stop being the, 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 the dog and pony show. Um, the, this rule was, was put in place to award opportunities to, to, to kind of, open people's eyes and for them to kind of see things and kind of see, hey, maybe if I look at it this way, um, you know, maybe we can be, be in a better better position or a better place. Um, and then to find out uh, that there are other coaches that were offered a very similar deal. I'm not going to pop up in that dish just yet because I'm sure that that's coming, but to, to, to find out that other coaches – what will offer similar deals leads you to wonder how many more coaches of African American uh, uh, descent were dealing with this. You know, we we, we, we mm-hmm. went to a phase where you know there were six or seven African American coaches in the league coaching at, at, at one time. We are now down to one. You know, being being that guy. Um, you know, Brian Forrest also did say, and again, I set my cap to him for this. He said that he did notify the Saints um, and the Houston, Texas, two two positions yep. on which he still believes that he's a candidate for, that this suit was being filed 
and he said on during his interview this morning that both positions uh, will still essentially uh, be available to him should they choose to proceed um, with offering him the position. Um, my, my, my granddad always said this, you know, before he passed, sometimes in life you got to walk through a whole lot of mud, and I'm paraphrasing, before you get clean. Um, this situation is going to get really, really muddy the more information that comes out. And T.P. alluded to it uh, when he was speaking. If Mike Tomlin, you know, steps up and says, yo, by the way, when I was interviewing for the Minnesota Vikings job, when I was interviewing for this job before I stepped into Pittsburgh, um, you know, I kind of felt some type of way. Um, all hell's going to break loose. Because, again, I, I, I am still a fan, but if there's anybody that can light, put gasoline on this fire and get people to make a move and change some stuff, it's Mike Tomlin. Because he's the only cat in the league right now who's still employed. He's the only cat in the league who has never had a losing season, and yet he's still there. He's a token, again, I'm putting this in quotes, he's a token black boy in the NFL right now. So if, 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 if he can go before, you know, Brian Flores and, and, and back Brian Flores' comments and back Hugh Jackson's comments and whomever else, you know, is now feeling empowered and embodied to, to step out and speak, holy crap, it's going to go bananas. And like T.P. said, I'm getting my popcorn ready, and I'm going to sit here and watch the whole show because, again, I said this on my Facebook, change has to come, and in order for change to come, uh, some people are going to get very, very uncomfortable, and I'm looking forward to seeing what happens because of it. you got to be uncomfortable to make change. Um, you know, I, I agree with a lot of what you said. I mean, listen, we're talking about the Rooney rule, and I said it last night with you, Sirius, on, on the NFL free-for-all Tuesdays at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, that I felt like the Rooney rule is a failure, and I felt like it's doing more harm than it is good because I feel like these teams are taking advantage of it and just doing the bare minimum because now that's the bar. The bar before was you didn't have to interview anybody, many minority candidates. Now the bar is you got to interview at least two and you got to have one face-to-face. That's the bare minimum. You just raise the bar a little bit. I feel like the – and it's ironic that when it was instituted, what, in 2003, I think, 2002, 2003, that there were three black head coaches. Now there's one. Why? Because the black head coach is of the team that the rule is named for. Rooney was the owner of the Steelers. That's the only reason that we have a black coach still there, right? If he was on any other team, he wouldn't be the coach, to you guys' point. So, um, there's a lot of problems with it. I think the Giants, I'm a Giants fan, but I, the Giants are as culpable as anybody. It, it, and it almost looks like it was an optic from a lot of different perspectives. Even though Leslie Frazier and Flores were finalists, there were three finalists, two of the three were black. You know, Frazier had two interviews. Flores didn't have any yet before he, ha- he found out. But, but Frazier had two interviews, Leslie Frazier, de- defensive coach of the Bills. African-American. So it's, it's almost like the Giants can get away with this, but 
this lawsuit kind of doesn't let them get away with it. It doesn't let them off the hook, and I appreciate that. Michael, I want to get your opinion on this uh, as we pass this around about um, Brian Flores and his uh, his lawsuit against the NFL and the three teams that we outlined. Since the Rooney Rule was introduced, there have been 129 coaches hired in the NFL. 15 are back. That is less than 12% of the coaching hires. Since you instituted a rule, a rule to give African-American coaches a better chance to land head jobs, you have hired 12% of your candidates in the In a league where the percentage of players is way higher, uh, I do think that the Dolphins are the team that come out looking the worst in this. I do agree because of his success and his longevity that Mike Tomlin could throw the most explosive log on this fire. Uh, whatever does happen, I hope that Brian Flores is able to achieve all the success in the world and what he wants out of life. I salute him for being able to step out against the big money machine an entity like this and be willing to fight this fight. I thought it was smart of him to have attorneys present today uh, just to try to make sure that everything is done um, as right as it possibly can be. I think that there are some major systemic problems in the National Football League. I think that some things have been done, not nearly enough, and I don't think that we are going to continue to see more and more done unless their hand is forced. So good for you, Brian Flores. I'm I can't wait to see what else uh, comes out and how this thing spins out because this is uh, this could be a watershed moment in the league, in the history of the league, and shaping the present of the league, depending on how it's handled and what happens. I mean, if 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 if, if what he said about the Dolphins is true. It's disgusting on a lot of levels, right? And, and, and TP, I totally agree with you. Like, not only are you asking a coach to tank, right, which is something that everybody has always refuted. NFL teams don't tank. It's a physical game. It's not like the NBA, blah, blah, blah. If you're telling me you're telling a coach to tank, not only a coach, a black coach to tank, a, coach, a black coach that don't get a lot of opportunities, you're telling him to lose on purpose, then you're giving him an excuse. You're giving yourself an excuse to fire him because he lost, right? He lost games. He doesn't, he, he's not getting the job done. He, he, I'm going to fire him. So you're paying him to go away. That's, that's how I'm connecting the dots from A to B to Z. Like, that's what I see out of the – it's a disgusting allegation. And TP's right. If it's Stephen Ross, if you're found guilty – you need to sell your team immediately. And you not, you have, you, you're, you're talking, we're talking stripped. Your team needs to be stripped. Like, you need to be gone. And, 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 Terry, I'll come to you in a minute, bro. 
I just I I just feel like that's the most damning of of all the allegations. Serious, go ahead real quick. No, I was actually agreeing with you. Um, we, we said at the same time. I mean, if, if he's found, um, you know, a, 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 as a guy who did what what is being accused right now, he's just he's a stripper thing. He, he don't even sell it because, in my opinion, you know, if you sell it, you make a profit. Which again, you write off the right, right. Down. You're right. You know, this is a this, 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 this is the same situation I, I feel needs to happen uh, with, 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 the, with the Washington right now. I, I think it's what's being accused uh, of, you know, Washington and, and you know, the, the Miami Dolphins is, is accurate and up front. They need to have their team stripped from them because I'll be being if, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to, you know, buy into to this team and own this team at, at one price and flip it and make 10 to, you know, 15% um, more than that profit and just be done. Like, what what, what, what punishment do you have? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. what, what, like what, what's going to stop the next guy, you know, God forbid, what's going to stop the next guy from doing dumb stuff like this and then, you know, being forced to sell and, you know, living high and mighty off of his pit? Like, I, I don't understand that. Um, and again, I, I think if, if this is what's going on, and I, this will never happen. But I, I, I think if you're forced to um, strip your teams and need to be, you know, sold on a public option and made the best person win, hopefully it's a minority. You know what I'm saying? This it, 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 it has to end, and it has to end right now. Yeah, I totally agree. I misspoke. I, I thank you for correcting me. I, I don't not sold. I think stripped. And to that point. The Denver Broncos sale. That's they're they're about to sell that team, from what I read, for a record number. If if it gets when a deal goes through with whoever wants to buy the team, something should happen to that owner if these allegations stick. Um, that he doesn't get to profit off of it. Um, I, I'm I'm on that level, but I want to talk CP. I'll come to you. It takes a lot of courage for Brian Flores to do what he's doing, especially when to what we've highlighted, the fact that he is an active candidate for a lot of coaching positions in the NFL. Um, you know, but this might be a death sentence to his NFL coaching career. He could coach again in college or what have you, but um, this is clearly a death nail to his NFL, a la Colin Kaepernick. What do you think it will be the lasting impact of this lawsuit? Like, what needs to happen after this lawsuit hopefully gets settled in his favor? Like, what, what, what change needs to come about because of this? I don't know if you're on mute. If you're on mute, TP, let me know. I don't hear TP. Does anybody hear TP? No, I, I don't hear him. Okay. Uh, TP, uh, TP, we always have issues with TP. Um, serious, I'll ask you. I'll come right back to you. What do you think will be the impact of this like lawsuit? That. that ain't his fault. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's not. It's not. But it's like, it, it, usually near the end of the show, I don't get to hear TP. I always got something for him, and I can't hear him. It's, it's, I don't know if it's his phone or something, but um, come back in, TP. We miss you. Um, but serious, I, what do you think uh, the impact will be of uh, of this lawsuit? I think it'll be what twofold. Um, I yeah, I, 
I, I think the impact would be twofold. I, I think, you know, ultimately the knee-jerk reaction is all of a sudden there's going to be a mad hiring. There's going to be uh, owners who are going to be under a microscope, and they're, they're going to go out and find every brother they know and they find and, you know, try to hire him and bring him on. And, you know, mm-hmm. when he is – when he fails, they're going to use it to be like, okay, see, here's why. That That's one aspect of things. Or the other thing um, that, that, that can come of this is their revolt. You know, ultimately um, – these rich owners uh, do not like being showed up. They don't like being told what to do. Um, you know, yeah. my my team, my rules. Uh, as a matter mm-hmm. of fact, Jerry Jones flat out said uh, several times that if he touches any of his players kneeling for the national anthem uh, during the you know the kneeling and everything, what Colin Kaepernick was trying to do, that they will be booted off the team and you know et cetera et cetera. So the, the, these owners don't like being told what to do. Um, they're, you know, 50, 60, 70-plus-year-old babies. Um, and so I think I, I, I think either one of those is going to happen. Um, I, I think what Brian Forrest is trying to do is literally, and I said this, um, you know, to you guys privately, is literally shed light and, you know, put a spotlight on a, a situation that has been living in the shadows for way too long. You know, we are not naive to believe that, you know, all is well and love and war and all is well and, and everything, but to, 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 to acknowledge it, to, to, to witness it, and then to subsequently call it out um, takes a, a certain amount of brass. You know, you look at Hugh Jackson, um, you know, mm-hmm. according to what we're understanding, Hugh Jackson experienced the very, very same thing for the Cleveland Browns, but he did not call it out. He did not do what he needed to do or take the necessary steps to, 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 to shed light on the situation. Um, so there, there had to be a certain person. There had to be a certain amount of brass. There had to be a certain uh, level of, of oomph about somebody that's like, you know what, now is time, and, I, and I'm going to do it now. Um, so I, I hope that what comes out of this is, again, the way the rule was initially meant to be practiced starts being practiced. The way that these African Americans and these minority candidates are given fair opportunities to go and interview and subsequently be hired for these jobs. And again, it doesn't mean that you hire every African American or minority that you that you that you come across. But to sit right. there and say that, you know, what we be fired about for performance when if you look at Brian Floyd's record um, over his, his tenure there in Miami, and it's better than a, a number of Caucasian coaches in, in the league. And you, you miss me with that. So, so to sit there and say that, you know, we want a different direction, I want to go a different direction, and you bring up somebody off the, again, these owners have the right to do what they need to and what they feel is best for their team, but at least keep it a buck. At least keep it all the way a buck. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's what I'm looking to see happen out of this. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I, I'm looking for I'm looking for change at, from the top down. We said we need more minority owners. Um, we only have one. Uh, we need more. We need more seats at the table. We need we need these these good old boys that have their 
their their legacies handed down to them, nepotism, all that stuff. We need to scooch over, let us in. You know, we need more more minorities at the coaching level than at the GM level, at executive levels, and at the ownership level. In my opinion, Michael, what do you what do you think? What 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 impact will this lawsuit have on the NFL? I don't know if he's there either. I got. I don't know, man. Did we lose? You, you, you Mr. Harvey? We 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 they dropping like flies. Uh, yeah, it's too hot. No, I, to got get you, I got you. I got you. I got you. You here? All right, we got you. All right, go ahead, brother. Um, I I think right now is the time of this situation going down. I think that um, they're gonna let a lot of these other hires go through, fill the slots, and um, well. Mm-hmm you know, relevantly still be like, well, we don't have any opportunities at this point in time. And this is how it's been over the hands of time back as far as we can remember. It's always been like that. So um, it's an unfortunate time and situation where this is landing, but um, we got to wait for the opportunities to come back around and see who gets the job. There's no way. And I hate to kind of put the team that I love in the middle of this, um, the Detroit Lions. So they hired Dan Campbell. There's no way that Dan Campbell was the better hire than Eric Bieniemy. How is that a logical output? Even even with the likelihood of him bringing in minorities left and right of his, basically his entire staff, but still yet, Dan Campbell wasn't talked about as being a head coach, but he's a likable guy and uh, has that figure that everybody he's intimidating. He's 6'5", and he's 260 and jack. So it's like, okay, so they want to have him there as, you know, the guy that they have to worry about seeing at the end of the day. But if you go out to Michigan, if you've ever been to the state of Michigan, and they say pure Michigan, you'll understand exactly what I'm talking about. So it's a tough scenario. So hopefully things can bounce back for coaches that are, you know, quote, unquote, able to be fit for the job. But it, it just sucks at this time that, you know, this Florida situation is going on and, you know, you got other coaches that are jumping into this situation. I, I really feel bad about how this lawsuit is going to pan out, how long this takes. I don't think this is going to be something that gets figured out in a year, um, just the duration of everything, too. This is something that they have to watch closely. So it's a very unfortunate situation, but I already can feel which way this is going to go, and it's been like this for decades. Hey, can I, I agree. Go ahead, go ahead. So, you know what, again, TC kind of set me up for it, and I wanted to get this out before we moved on. You know, after Brian Flores, you know, submitted his paperwork or whatever and made a statement, the NFL immediately responded. Like, it took them an hour or some odd to respond. You know, and, you know, Mr. Flores' attorney said this on, on, on today's show. It takes them weeks to, you know, comb through information and figure out information about doctor footballs and, you know, yeah. conduct detrimental to the shield. And yet it, they, they, they gave it some type of, you know what, whatever, you know, we're going to deny this, obviously, because to say that, you know, we accept this or whatever, uh, means that we're culpable. The least the NFL could have said was, we're going to do our due diligence and look at this information and, you know, investigate, yep. you know, and, you know, but they're like, you know, we, we, this is without merit. That, that without merit line floored me because, once again, I don't understand how 
Brian Forrest's accusations are without merit when if you look at the landscape of the league, there's one African-American coach. If you look at the landscape right. of the league, you know what I'm saying, like, there's an issue. And for change to actually come, like we are talking about um, with this particular issue, in order to change something, you have to acknowledge that the problem actually exists before you're actually able to change it. You know what I'm saying? Alcohol, you know, people who struggle with alcohol and drugs have to acknowledge that they are struggling with alcohol and drugs before they go to the meetings or whatever they need to do to, to change that problem. So in order for this to be changed, the NFL has to, you know, man up and look at themselves in the mirror and be like, yo, this is a problem. Same thing with the Denver Broncos and, and, and the New York football giants who have all, you know, issued statements once again denying said allegations. I'm not too sure. Um, I, I mean, I, I may have been born at night, but I wasn't born last night. The, the fact that Bill Belichick, you know, sent the text messages and is documented and then you subsequently hired, you know, you know somebody else, you know, it, it, it looks pretty damning and condemning on, on your part, uh, you, know, you know, football Johnson. Again, this, this, this is not, a, you know, a shot. You know, to today, boy, I think he's going to do a decent job there. And, you know, I'm curious to see what they do with, mm-hmm. you know, Daniel Jones and, you know, villain. You, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it on, on the Tuesday show. We'll talk about it here throughout the offseason. But ultimately, the practices that are, are currently being practiced right now are, are, are disgusting. And for the NFL to just casually dismiss it and say it's without merit is, 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 is the epitome of stupidity in my opinion. Well, it's the epitome of their arrogance that they felt like, you know, this, this isn't, this won't wash. Um, we don't have to answer to anybody. This will make this go away. That's basically what they're trying to do here. Right. Um, listen, I agree with you. Fable, I'm not saying he's not the right candidate and we don't know if Campbell was the right candidate over the enemy, but we don't know what went into the process. I hope that this lawsuit, to TP's point, you know, about BMA versus Campbell, sheds light on the process, if anything, right? Not only that you have to give us a, a, a fair chance as minorities, but now I want to know why you didn't hire me. Is it because I don't know what I'm doing? I don't know football? You don't think I can lead men? Or is it because of the color of my skin? Hire the hire Dable because of his merit, not because he looks like you. I think one of the things that I pulled away from the interview today was the idea that when they lined up all the pictures of the owners and the executives and, and coaches and what have you, it was just a white screen. It was just a white screen. Like, you know what I mean? There's no diversity in there. And that's that's the problem. That's my problem. So I hope this lawsuit changes things I give I give Brian Forrest a lot of credit for the courage because he, like I said, this is almost a career assassination by his, his standards, by, you know, he's doing it, but he has to do it because Hugh Jackson didn't do it because he wanted another job, right? He chose to keep working as opposed to speaking out on what was happening in Cleveland. Flores isn't doing that. He's like, I'm going to speak out. I, this, something has to change and I give him credit for it. Um, 
it, it's going to be fascinating. It's going to be fascinating what happens in, in, in with this case, and it's not going away anytime soon in the shadow of their biggest game um, in, in, on the biggest stage. Calling number 929477-2759. we got about a little, a little over five minutes left. Um, really quickly, um, I wanted to spend a little bit more time, but we didn't get a chance to, but I'll come, I'll come around really quickly. Serious, his favorite quarterback, who he votes is the greatest quarterback of all time, Tom Brady, is hanging it up, finally announced his retirement. Um, we all know his legacy, his impact, and what have you. TP, um, you could wax poetic about Tom Brady, or you could just – I would love to know, where do you rank him against the top quarterbacks of all time, and do you have a top five? Who do you, Who's in your top five quarterbacks of all time? Um, there's a song by Christopher Wallace, um, and the name of the song was called What Is Beef? And, um, <laughs> the, the way that the song starts out is, ha, 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 ha. So, so I said, there is no other quarterback that I'm putting up there. That doesn't laugh if people stop it right now. We, we are lucky that he stopped right now. Like, like good, good graces of life. Like if you don't even know how many people like in this area where we are that are just so split in three different ways, they're either Patriots, Giants, or Jets going crazy. The Giants and Jets are like, yes, thank the Lord, yes. And then Patriots fans are like, wait, did he just come back and just retire with us? And then Brady finally puts out a statement and says, yes, I'm going to sign a one-day contract to retire the Patriots. They're like, yes, he gets to retire the Patriots. So this is just, just – um, I'm just tired of people even trying to put him in a discussion with anybody else. He's the best that ever did it, 22-year career and – Everything else that fell behind it, I think he probably got all but like three NFL quarterback records. I'm, I'm, I don't know what else to do. His name is in the likes, of, and it, it hurts. His name is in the likes of Lawrence Taylor, Jerry Rice, Barry Sanders, like like Jim Browns, Randy Moss, like like Joe Montana. That's where his name is at the end of the day. And I like the way that he retired. He retired on the first day of Black History Month, slick. He retires when he's going to turn 45 this August. Even more slicker, five years from 45, he turns 50. So he goes into the hall when he's 50 years old. So even more precious of a situation. So I like what he did. Uh, Thomas, as much as I I couldn't stand you in your first three, I fell in love when Randy got there, Congratulations! This is your just do. Even though at, at at this point in time in my life, I didn't want to see like great players retire, but I have to see it be done now. And I wonder who gets the cleats, unless your kids get them. But that's that's going to be one hell of a sell, or or wherever they go in in Canton, where that's going to be incredible. Absolutely. Who's your top five? Um, Marino. No order. Marino, Montana, um, Tommy, of course. Oh, goodness. I know my mother might beat me up if I don't say Warren Moon. I want to put Warren in there so bad, but I can't <laughs> do it. I love Randall Cunningham. That's my favorite all time. I need two more. Um, I got to go with Jonathan Elway. Many Super Bowls that he's been to, he's gotten two. 
Uh, the last guy. This is tough. I I gotta put Peyton. Peyton gotta go. As much as I don't want to give Peyton credit, I gotta give him credit. So Peyton rounds out five. All right, that's fair. That's fair. I like it. Serious. Your your favorite quarterback of all time. Your 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 goat, Tom Brady. Who's in your top five? <laughs> yeah, raw talk. Like I hate you so much right now. Um, honestly, top five <laughs> in, in no particular order. Uh, Joe Montana, uh, Peyton Manning. Um, she's Cordell Stewart. Uh, Joe Montana, <laughs> Peyton Manning. Um, <laughs> uh, Tom Brady, John Elway, um, Dan Marino. Wow. Um, I, I, I love how you guys put Marino in there. I, I feel like he gets a bad rap because he didn't win the big game, but, um, you know, he's definitely he's definitely up there. I got Brady, Montana, Manning, Peyton Manning, not Eli Manning. I know everybody was thinking it was Eli Manning. Uh, <laughs> um, I'll, put, I'll put John Elway in there. I, I have – I would put Johnny Unitas over – Dan Marino, just because he's the prototype, but I know Dan Marino was a better quarterback. So, um, but it's a great list. Um, it, it's an interest. It's a fascinating one. I think people that don't get in there, you know, that might move up. Mahomes and Rogers eventually push people out. Brett Favre doesn't get enough credit sometimes, but um, you know, it's an interesting list. There's a lot of elite quarterbacks. Another great show as always. Thanks to everybody calling in. Uh, hanging out with us on the cookout. Sirius, give us a quick plug as we get out of here on the on the callers cookout. Man, it's your boy Sirius repping that four one two and the seven oh three man. Such a pleasure to be here with you guys as always. Uh definitely check out the blogs, um, everything that we got going on, sportscityshefs.com. Shout out to all that sponsors, PHI Apparel, uh, for partnering with us, man. Can't wait to get over there and pick up some, some stuff for the wife who is actually an Eagle fan. Um, get some stuff for little Barry too, you know what I'm saying? Barry and his little youngins because, you know, I guess they Eagles fans now too, you know what I'm saying? So shout out to that. Um, definitely, man, I, uh, I, I hinted at this yesterday. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to, to dropping my season ending edition of Finger Foods and, and I'm going to introduce the world to the, the guy who kind of passed it down to me, a.k.a. my father. Uh, so my dad and I are going to partner up and do a finger food uh, for for Sports City. We're going to talk about the 2021 season and kind of look ahead to um, 2022 with free agency and everything around the corner. Senior Bowl is this week. We didn't need to talk about the Senior Bowl today, but I'm looking forward to all of that. With that being said, man, it's a pleasure. I'll catch you guys on the next one. I got to come Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Thanks, Siri. Yeah. Well, I'm going to get him. Exactly. You know, he's such, such a hater. I can't I can't with him. Um, listen, to shout out to PHI Apparel um, once again for, for sponsoring our show. Uh, great guys over there. Get, get your Philly, uh, Philly gear, uh, all you Philly fans out there. Um, you know, get to the website, sportsindustrieshops.com, doing a lot of big things, blog interviews, uh, people loving the articles out there. Um, you know, talking about the Hall of Fame. That was a sham. Um, Brian Dable, I'm sure I'll get get to some more blogging pretty soon. Uh, TP Timeless, 
always a pleasure. Um, give us a close as only you can as we get out of here. Yes, yeah, stay tuned, Sports City. We have shows coming up throughout the week. Thank you to everybody that's been supporting us. Shout out to PHIPal.co that's been showing us the love, even though we got a Giants, Mets, Yankees. Uh, I don't know if he really like the Yankees, but he you get it. He, he likes the New York sports, and he's actually shouting out Philadelphia, so I love every last bit of it. It just makes me feel good in, in, in my villainous voice or laugh. I'm the hero. I'm your hero, people. I'm your hero. <laughs> <laughs> gotta do it. Gotta do it, Gotta do it. But on that note, man, tell a friend to tell a friend that it's the chefs again. And if they don't know, now they know. Kaboom, Sports City Chefs is in the room, cooking up hot topics to put up on your spoon, they well in tune, blown like a flower in June, Superman verse, MF Doom, the clouds loom, so tell a friend it's the Sports City Chefs again, pay attention, tune in, we on the set again. Thank you.